welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 78, recorded live on Sunday, October 12th, 2008. And here are your hosts, the man who has no idea what's going on with his computer, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who knows exactly what's going on with his computer, Andy Lowe. Hi. Exactly! Yes, because... Like... Well, to the fact that I just uninstalled, reformatted, and just reinstalled, so mm-hmm. I know exactly what I have. To say exactly means that you know exactly what is in every one of your memory registers, what's being looked at by the CPU. I, I, have, I have a feeling you don't know exactly what your computer is doing. I do have my task manager up that's telling me exactly what my CPU and memory are doing at the moment. No, you know how much of your CPU is being allocated to whatever task. Yes, so I know you what my CPU know, is doing. You don't know the computations your CPU is performing. Yes, you because don't know my what brain block of memory is currently being examined. My brain cannot work that fast. So can anyone be said to know exactly what their computer is doing? Well, now you're you're just mincing words of what exact exactly mean, which seems to be kind of ironic. Why is that ironic? Well, you're trying oh, to... Oh, exactly exactly means? Yeah. Yeah. You don't know exactly what your computer is doing. You have a good idea of generally what your computer is doing. I have an idea of what my network on my computer is doing. Yeah, which is more than we can say for me. Yes. I have an idea of what the networks of everyone else around me are like. Why is that? Because I got a new program that looks at all the networks it can see. (sighs) Is that what the wireless one is? Yeah, you remember NetStumbler? Yep. That would go, and like we'd run it as we drove through Chicago. And run it as we drove through Ann Arbor, and run it when I just drive other places. Just to see the names of some of the networks that... It found funny SSID names. Mm-hmm. Still have to say my favorite one is The Tits. The Tits? Yes. Where did you find a network named The Tits? Um, in Ann Arbor. Ha! Huh. What, a, what a surprise. Yeah. Well, NetStumbler doesn't work with Vista. So if you have XP, NetStumbler is a pretty cool program. Wait, why? Oh, because Vista redoes the Wi-Fi They redid, yeah, the network setup. So there is, however, a new freeware program called Insider, I-N-S-S-I-D-E-R, oh. that does the same thing NetStumbler did. Play on words. Horrible. Yeah, it's. I think it's pretty cute. It's actually pretty cool. It's a neat little program. It's rather compact. It does what you need it to do. But is it exactly like NetStumbler where it takes over your... Uh... Oh, it, it uses your Wi-Fi card. Okay. It doesn't take anything over, not that I'm aware of, but it's a it's a cool little program. It even keeps track of when you last saw a network. Now, can you uh, hook it up to uh, GPS? I doubt it. Because I love that version of NetStumbler, if you can hook it up to GPS. Yeah, that was then, a pretty cool little thing. That was great for war driving. Yeah, because then you could literally just map out exactly where you can and cannot see the Wi-Fi network. Using a rough circle equation, I guess. <laughs> well, this reminds me actually of another story while we're at it. Another? How many stories of Wi-Fi networks do we have? Uh, more than we, we have posted, because here comes another one. A group at MIT, they decided to use war driving for the public good. War driving for the public good? Okay. Yes. So what they did is they, they equipped a bunch of cars with wireless computers that will send home the data from the the car's computer 
And wherever it finds an open access point, it'll immediately connect within seconds and transmit as much data as it can. Well, what kind of data? The kind of data like uh, speed, position. Well, it it finds the position based on what network it's using, but things like speed, you know, probably like when was the break used and things like that. And then their program takes all of this stuff, all this incoming data, and compiles it to produce traffic reports. Oh, so it's kind of like, what's that? The GPS. Dash. The dash, yes, thank you. I couldn't remember it off the top of my head, but that that's like... Yeah, the, the dash GPS. But this has no GPS whatsoever. So it's based entirely off of network locations. But then you'd actually have to know where the networks are located. Most networks uh, have that information embedded in them. How? The MAC address. Yeah, but then there's times when I... Uh, start up like speed tests and stuff mm-hmm. sometimes we'll say hey your closest one here is Kalamazoo and then other times it's like your closest network is down in Chicago well sometimes it's not very accurate but oh god what was that website I think it was Loki L-O-K-I uh, that's bringing up Wikipedia I don't want Wikipedia <laughs> what's wrong with Wikipedia I don't want Loki the god oh I want Loki.com I actually knew that was a god Yes, it's a, a Norse god. Yeah, I do have to say, um, Stargate has taught me many of the god names. Egyptian, yeah. Norse. I think there's yeah. a couple uh, of African if you, ones in there as well. You're on a wireless network right now, aren't you? Uh, no. No, you're plugged in? Yeah. Okay. Loki, uh, it looks at the network you're plugged into. Yeah. And it tells you where you're at. And I did it on mine. Okay. It was a block off. Oh. On my private network. Huh. And I think what it does is it, it looks at my ISP, it looks at the the address that I've been assigned by my ISP, and it looks up where that is. Okay. It uses the address associated from the ISP. Let's... That's my guess. That's my best guess as to how it works, because it's pretty creepy. All right. I clicked the Loki site, and I clicked Find Me. Oh, you need the latest version of Loki so we can detect your location. Oh. Yeah. Well, poo on that. I'm not downloading anything right now. Okay. What do they think I but am? Anyways, some, it's pretty some crazy cool. guy with some super fast connection. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not, though. And it's L-O-K-I.com. Loki.com. So we got a bunch of stuff. Uh, Andy's original comment about him knowing what his computer was doing was because he's installed something called what? I put Network. It, and it's spelled in the wonderful web 2.0 way. So it's N-E-T-W-R-X. W-O-R. Sorry. W-O-R-X. W-O-R-X. Networks. We're running out of freaking names. For you. Or people don't have... Or people are... Less creative than they think they are, but more creative than they... I don't know. You know what's really creative? What? Jello. What is with you and Jello? I'm eating it. Well, you know what's also great? Cider. And donuts. Fresh donuts. Which I can't have, thank you very much. Good point. (laughs) Oh, Krispy Kreme. Oh, forget Krispy Kreme. We're talking cider mill. No, no, no. Did you ever have you? I know you had it because I went with you once. I took you to Krispy Kreme. Yeah, we went with Hans when they got when we got them hot off the belt. Um, no, we didn't actually get them off off the belt because they had just stopped. Aw. But you probably went there. I know there's a Krispy Kreme on uh, one of the streets down here, and I know they have a hot sign. I've never seen it on. So have you ever 
gone and gotten them hot off. You haven't seen it on, so evidently not. Exactly. Find out when they <laughs> when they make them. Find haunt, stalk the Krispy Kreme donut shop. Yes. Well, or go in and ask. But st- stalking sounds much more fun. I could sit out there. Do they have Wi-Fi? I don't know. But with this this other net stumbler ish program I called find Insider, out. you can find out. And if they don't, you'll find out if anyone else in the area does. Uh, if not, I could just wander down to the uh, not not Beaners. What's the name of that coffee place now? Big Bees. Uh, yeah, Big Bees. I could go over there use their Wi-Fi because they always have Wi-Fi. Which is really nice. I love those places where you just know they're going to have Wi-Fi. So you're like, if you're somewhere, you can just hunt these places down and use yep. their Wi-Fi. Yep. Especially if you have a, even if you have just a cell phone and you're like, crap, I need to find out where these places are. Just Goog 411 it. Find your location. <laughs> and then poof. And it's like, oh, look, I have internet now. This is much better than just the phone. Yep. Internet is everywhere and will be everywhere even more, more and more. As time goes on. But it's already pretty common, in this country at least. Uh, Well, not really. Well, okay, you can drive through Montana and not find internet. And south, basically from... (laughs) East of the, uh, west of the Mississippi. No, I was going to say Minneapolis to Fargo. Then you have stuff in Fargo. Yep. Then Then um, you have nothing. You have nothing until you hit Bismarck. And then you have nothing again. Um, the McDonald's that was in Glendive have had internet, but... Um, they died. Yeah. I find that amusing. Uh, I think there was another place I found internet at Glendive, but I forgot where. And then, uh, yeah, you don't really have much after that. Nope. Especially up in the mountain. You can't even, at some points, get a cell phone signal up in the mountain. Oh, they're mountains. Yeah. But anybody who thinks, oh, we're so technology advanced, go take a cross-country trip. Then you'll see how technology advanced we are. I'd like to to just say this because I find it interesting. My computer has now picked up 17 networks sitting in my apartment. Well, you're in an apartment building. With concrete walls. You're still in an apartment building. Yep. Concrete One of really them is doesn't from stop. four floors down. That's actually really impressive. Well, you're... Unless you're sitting right on top of the antenna, you can get some above and below. Because they probably all they probably all have the rubber ducky antennas, which are normally about two dBi of um, omnidirectional antennas. Mm-hmm. So you're going to have a nice big round ball instead of a flat donut. Right. God. But where do I, I know I, these stuff from? Well, because it's your major. <laughs> Not really, actually. I'd be more of a com tech major than my major, but or or physics. Physics too would probably be good. <laughs> so should we hit some else things on this? Li- What's this Hal thing? Hal. Okay. So if I were to ask you to name two like psychotic robots in the movies, Hal is one that probably should come up. Yes. Hell 9000 from 2001. Yeah. And the other one would, of course, be the Terminator. Yes. Right? Yes. Both psychotic, well, not psychotic, Terminator's programmed to just kill and Hell went nuts. But evil robots. Uh, the, the Terminator was created by a company called Cyberdyne Systems. Yeah. Right? Yes. So a company named Cyberdyne. 
Okay. A real life company has designed a a power suit that they're calling Hell. What? Yeah. Oh. And it's it's a robotic exoskeleton, basically. So it's it's designed to augment human strength. Uh, HAL in this case stands for the hybrid assistive limb, as opposed to oh god, what was it? My geek cred is online. I should know this. I'm not heuristically programmed algorithmic computer. There you go. That's what it was. I knew it had algorithm in it somewhere. I was just gonna let you hang as long as possible. Were you? Did you know it? Yeah. Okay. You know the the rumor of you, I know you know the rumor, don't you? H A L. Uh, IBM. IBM. It's not really much of a rumor since he did deny it. He's like, I have no idea what anybody's talking about. That was just a, well coincidence. But, yeah. So they're making a robotic suit. A robotic exoskeleton. That you can rent for $2,200 per month. That's pretty nice. Well, I wonder if you compare that much to how much it would cost to rent, like, a forklift. Yeah, but this is not a forklift. No, and it's not going to lift as much as a forklift. But if I have a bunch of smaller jobs than a forklift would require... Let me put it this way. If one person can do the work of two people... You're going to have to have a pretty expensive job to make up the $2,200 per month. $200 per month, yeah. Well, if one can do three people, that would be right there. You'd probably save money just by renting it. Mm. It's pretty cool, no matter what. Yeah, it, granted, I'm looking at this photo, and all I can think of is just... It's got that stupid, shiny, white iPod sort of look. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm hoping that that sort of... Model fashion is going to be going out soon. Hopefully. Too many things have picked up on it. The, the white plasticky look? Yeah, the super clean room white plastic kind of thing. But did you, oh, did you see the Apple announcement Tuesday? The yeah. MacBook's probably not going to be white and plastic anymore. So even aluminum. Apple's stopping with the stupid white and plastic look. Right, it'll be aluminum. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how much it's going to cost. That's what I'm curious about. The new MacBook? Yeah. Too much. Supposedly, it's going to be under $800. Okay. Which is a lot for a laptop, but that's cheap for a MacBook. Yeah. I still say too much. I, I don't know. if that, that thing's probably got some decent processing power in it. Probably. And then you're not going to have to worry about having problems with the hardware and the software because it's going to be Apple. It's Mac. Yeah. It's an Apple. Yeah. So... Where should we go from here, Andy? I don't know. Oh, tell well, me, Andy, tell me about this car. Oh. Why do you want this car so much? Okay, because, well, not because it's a Citroen, because that's just um, scary. These are the, the crazy French-looking cars. They're all Citroens. Like, have you ever watched uh, Ratatouille? No. You haven't seen Ratatouille? I haven't. Why have you not seen Ratatouille? Uh, never was really interested in it. But it's computer animated movie it was really so good i well, whatever anyway but the the cars that are in ratatouille for those who have seen ratatouille that's those with the, the classic citron look they're french it had some problems but um you, you say that like it's an excuse well you don't think of french and automobiles in the same 
Like you think it's automobiles, you think the U.S., you think German, you think British, you think Italian, but not French. You think Japanese, but not French. Korean. Oh, I could see that now. Hyundai. Yeah. That's it's a Korean car, isn't it? Yeah. They were mostly Honda, however, is not. No. No, no, no. But anyway, okay. So we all we're all like loving the hybrid cars, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the the Toyota Prius with this wonderful gas mileage and the braking the and all the new Chevy Volt. Yeah. Well, that no, that's all electric. Is it, or is it a hybrid? No, it's it's it runs forty miles on an electric motor. Okay. And then it kicks in the gas motor to start recharging. Oh, okay. But it runs forty miles on the battery. So yes. Um, well, this one combines the hybrid with the fuel efficiency of a diesel engine. Now, I know that diesel is more efficient yes. in the sense of more miles per gallon. Yes, about 20 to 40% more. But you, you are they factoring in the, the environmental damage caused by diesel? <sighs> yes, it's still a hydrocarbon. And- I, Diesel, I mean, like, it's terrible for the environment. But it's... it's that's that's the black smoke that comes out of, of okay, trucks. Okay, you're thinking, well, yes, the trucks and the diesel, but if you're... Let me ask you this. Would this car pass uh, an emissions test? Uh, mostly or, the diesel... The diesel emission tests are actually based off the diesel fuel. Which we're now all switching over to the low sulfur diesel fuel, so we're not gonna. It's not. It's not as damp. Diesel's getting cleaner. The diesel engines are even getting more and more efficient, efficient. in the same par as our gasoline engines are getting efficient. Hook that onto being a hybrid. You're even gonna use even less. Okay, but is it? I, I'm I'm curious if this would pass the California emissions tests. Well, I have no idea. They just It's a concept. Announced in Frankfurt. How how would they know what the uh, U.S. What the California yeah. emissions test? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, as I said, I'm curious as if to it, it, yeah, curious as to if it would pass. Perhaps it's something to write the company about. Okay, if you know how to speak French. I assume a company has interpreters somewhere that it can get. But, it, like, okay, even Jalopnik was all, like, look at the last sentence. Imagine the fuel economy of a diesel combined with the mileage stretching ways of a hybrid. What a concept. You would be using so much less fuel with this. It would just be crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's why I would love you'd this car. You'd be using less fuel, but the fuel that you're using would be more damaging. Yes, but... We'd have to actually compare, like, a gasoline engine compared to a diesel engine, which I don't have either. Well, I have a gasoline engine. But I'm thinking that the greater efficiency would still outweigh the greater damage, especially with we're getting cleaner uh, diesel fuel going on right now. Hmm. The diesel was damaged during, like, the 60s and 70s because they really weren't that nice of engines. I remember uh, hearing somebody say the quote that, I care for the environment so much that I drive a diesel engine because I want to cover it all and protect it with a nice thick layer of soot. <laughs> but this, it's a different idea, and I love that people are not thinking just, okay, gas and hybrid. This is diesel and hybrid. Right. You could get 40, 50 miles per gallon off of a diesel engine 
and then with the low sulfur content of the the new fuel, diesels. Yeah. I'm just going over the same thing. I would enjoy this car. I'm probably not going to ever see this car, but I would love to have it whenever it's finally ready to be produced. Right. All right. Okay. So what's with this eight gaming myths from I don't know how long ago? How long ago was it? Video Game Revolution. That was put out in like 90, 99? No, Where, 2000, it? no it was 2003 is when it was released. Yeah. Okay, Where's so the video game revolution? The the eight myths that you posted, eight, eight yeah. gaming myths. Video game revolution was the well, name of the PBS special. Let me put it this way: it has to be it has to be at least two thousand three. Yes, because it has references from two thousand three. Yeah, that's what I, it was put out in two thousand and three. And the the funny thing is, this is old, but all of these myths are still all round. Okay, so this is just like the arguments that people posted, the quotes that people posted about when the, uh, what was it, Congress was going after the comic book industry in like the 50s? Yeah, pretty much. It's like, okay, these, it's, it's just a standard thing. It's the video games are the next one up on the block. There's probably going to be something that we're going to have to yell about when we're old I that we don't that know we about yet. I hope more sense than to just yell. Well... Think about this, the comics and everything from back yep. then, and these people grew up with that. It's a knee-jerk reaction. Is it a knee-jerk reaction to the unknown, or what? Uh, I don't know. I think video games are just playing the scapegoat in this in this time. They need something to blame. Video games are the new thing, therefore that's what we get to blame. Because they know at this point that it's not rock music, because they all listened to rock music. So, so it's got to be the next thing. It's got to be the video games. Yep. Hey, how many days left before uh, Thompson is completely disbarred? It was 30 days when he was announced. I don't have that link on the top of my head. That was sometime last month. Checking. 76 episode is when we posted the link. I don't know why. I was just curious as to how much time he had left. Uh, September 25th was when he was... When it was announced, so... That's what? Oops, I went back to episode one. Two. Tag for episode one is Choo Choo. What? Episode one, the crappy green. Tags for this episode. Don't you remember that? No. Wait, did you you ask me if I remembered something? (sighs) Sorry. You need to go back and listen to episode one again. God. Choo Choo will be very obvious towards the beginning. Okay. Okie dokie. I need to add a, a quick jump to... Like, jump to episode kind of thing. Okay. Put it in the sidebar, because it's hard to get to an episode, a yeah. particular episode. Especially since some of the episodes jump a number at a certain point. Right. Yeah. So. So, what else do we have, Andy? Um... Opus is retiring. Opus, the penguin. The platypus? The penguin. The penguin. Yes. Okay. So it's He's retiring. The, the animator is giving him up? Uh, yeah, he's... Bloom County is going to be uh, stopped after about 30 years or so. Okay. Which is going to... Everybody at the old radio station could be sad because there was all these Bloom comics up on the uh, door wall. Okay. I never read it, so I, uh, I don't have much sympathy, I guess. 
It's it's kind of interesting though, is that he's going to do it to uh next he's writing a uh children's book. Yep. That I do believe was actually thought of by uh his kid. So that should be interesting. The kid thought of the story. Yeah, and who his daughter at five. Yeah. And from that this whole children's story came out, which is interesting. Oh, children writing children's books. But what a surprise. NPR was the one to break the news that, he's, that a liberal comic writer is going to be oh, retiring. Gasp. What a surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Did you hear who was uh, Wait Wait's guest this week? No, who? Garrison Keeler. Oh. I might have to go listen to that. It was a good episode. I haven't been listening to that. No? No. I haven't been it's... listening to any of my podcasts either. I'm staring at my iPod here. I'm trying to think of the last time I connected it. Start listening again, Andy. Well, I don't have a nice 30-minute commute anymore. Nope. That Although... was so nice. 30 minutes to work, 30 minutes back. So, we have a, a recurring rumor. Yes. I think we have a bet about this one as well. Did we? Yes. I don't remember. I think we had one, but I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was within two generations. It was that within two generations, the uh, the 360 would come out, or the Xbox, whatever it was, would have Blu-ray. And I had the affirmative, and you had the negative. I think this one was just a gentleman's bet, though. We didn't have anything riding on it. I swear we had something riding on this one as well. Might have been a dollar. What? This might have been our dollar bet. Well, let me put it this way, Andy. From the way it looks, you better be hoping it's only a dollar. Otherwise, you owe me two dinners. Because uh, that's the other option for the bet. <laughs> oh, my. This is ridiculous. Uh, the rumor that the 360 is having a Blu-ray drive has cropped up again. Microsoft, I believe this time, is saying no comment as opposed to their usual, we have no plans for this. I don't have any more on the inside to talk to. Yep. So, but it wouldn't so, actually be it wouldn't be an internal drive though. This would be an external just like the HD DVD player was. Yeah, we didn't say internal. I thought we did. I don't think so. Good luck finding it in the episodes. <laughs> we haven't been able to find the Google phone that in the episode. Right. Let alone this other one. I suppose I could go through the archives of the old site and see if we posted anything about it. Mm, I think we posted something, but that was after the episode. Well, but it would give us a clue. Oh, that is true. Okay, so, I don't know, Andy, your thoughts? Blu-ray, okay, so Blu-ray and HDVD were both selling. Blu-ray was claimed victory after they basically paid everybody off. Right. And once there was no competition left... Blu-ray jumped their prices. And nobody's been buying Blu-ray. Netflix is going to charge you extra. Mm -hmm. A dollar per month. For every every Blu-ray, or uh, if you have a Blu-ray disc in your queue. Not even if they send it to you, just if it's in your queue? If it's in your queue. Damn. Yeah. So it's like, why, why, I don't want to pay an extra dollar a month just to have the ability to maybe get a Blu-ray disc this month. Mm-hmm. And what's really great, though, is they just they tell you, like, oh, do you have this? And do you want all, like, the movies in Blu-ray if you want them? So now, if anybody has that, they're going to have to go through their entire list and take off all the ones that are Blu-ray and then put them back on as non-Blu-ray. Yep. Oh, boy. This whole next-gen stuff is just ridiculous. Yes, it is. It's not quite what I was asking you, but it is indeed. 
Why, what were you asking? I was asking you about the Microsoft one in particular. Oh. Well, it's just another Blu-ray player. It, they're not going to have any games. Yes, but do you think they're going to do it? Do I think they're going to do it? Yeah. No, I said last before that they're not going to do it. Okay. I'm not going to change my thoughts on some random rumor we get off of Xbit. Xbitlabs.com. Yeah, well, you're the one who posted it, so. I know. Because I was thinking that you might post it, and I would just post nope, before you I post. hadn't even seen it. Oh. Uh, 5.34 p.m. on Saturday, October 11th, Microsoft denies plans for add-on Blu-ray drive. Woo! Well, that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I put a question mark in the link. <laughs> I thought you hated people who did stuff like that, though. No, I hate the people who don't put the question mark, ah, who would say, like, okay. just put the headline of Microsoft price cut coming, and you read the article, oh, an analyst is predicting. Yeah. So it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, put, and I like, some of these people are starting to do that, they put, like, analyst on the top in the headline, and then colon, whatever it's going to be. So, I don't know, it should be interesting. I'm, November, what, November 19th is the Xbox update? Yeah, the new experience. Yep. I have to figure out where my VGA switches. I don't know where it Why? is. Because I'll finally hook the 360 back up then. Ah, uh, you haven't had it hooked up? Oh, I guess not, because I haven't seen you online. Yeah, go check when the last time I was online with the buddy Oh, that's fine. I'll pass. Gamer tag is the QS23. The space QS23. The space QS23. As in the yes. blank QS23. Yes. Okay. So what else? What a big, big bang theory, Andy? Yes. Have you watched this? No. All right. Since you forced me to watch Dr. Horrible. Yeah, did And you? There Will Be Brawl. Have you watched them? Yes. Okay. I want you to watch The Big Bang Theory. All right. Any episode or season you want me to watch? If you find them online, they're only 20 minutes minus the commercials. Yeah. So I don't Is, know well, what any specific one that he should okay. watch because you'd have to get into them. I, there's lots of feature videos on there. Oh, the most recent episode they had um, was actually about uh, MMOs. Huh. So, okay. Well, I'll have to try and take a look. I have thought it was quite funny. And then for some odd reason, they had actually a couple of Michigan references in there as well. Really? Yeah, it turns out one of the producers was actually born in Detroit, and so he keeps on referencing. There was, like, one about referencing um, a secret lab, like, so many miles southeast of Traverse City. And I'm like, you know, I don't think there's actually anything up there. <laughs> Except a secret lab. But they, dun, said, dun, dun. they said it was, like, underneath some agricultural station. I'm like, um, I've been up there. I don't know what they're talking about. But then I'm like, oh, wait. It's a story. Yeah. All right, I'll have to look that up. Sheldon's going to blow you up with his mind. What's it about in general? Um, two, basically, it was, is it MIT or Caltech? I think it's like basically two Caltech students at Pasadena. So that is, no, that's, is that USC? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, like so. one of the guys has a like, two PhDs and a master's degree. The other guy is still like theoretical physics sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So we're talking like string theory and all the other... Oh, I okay, I think I remember seeing the previews for this last year. Yeah. 
Okay. It's, it's only in its second season, so if you really want to go and watch the old episodes, it's it is worth it. I do enjoy okay. it. Yeah, I think I remember hearing about it. This one would actually okay. be funny. Oh, you didn't like the other the stuff I sent you then? Nope. Aw, that's too bad. Oh, and um, I remember that uh, people are complaining about our um, explanation of Schrodinger's cat. They actually do a better explanation okay. in the, the show. Of Schrodinger's cat? Yes. Uh, okay. So. Who who was upset with our explanation of it? Um, a couple people. Did they Forms? not tell you? That IRC and in person. I get no, it from I, all sides. I, I have not been informed yet. Oh. That's just sad then. Sad, sad, sad. I don't see anything on the forums. Oh. oh, I'm not logged in, so it's not telling me what's new. Well, it hasn't been new. This was a while ago. Okay. So, anyway, while you're searching for that, let me tell you that um, somebody finally got smart. Speaking to smart yeah. people. Ericsson, which I think they are Swedish. Like Sony Ericsson? Yeah, but the Ericsson part of it. Okay. E-R-I-C-S-S-O-N. So, yeah, minus the Sony part, but just Ericsson. Um, they basically were like, cell phone towers are ugly and stupid. So we're going to redo them. So they had the, all these different – they call them like tower tubes, and they yeah. don't look like cell phone towers at all. They're like uh, cylindrical things with tapered top and bottom, so they don't look like just the, the, the triangle of all the antennas on a big stick. Huh. And then uh, also they're trying this out right now is they're putting a wind turbine on this new-looking cell phone tower to power it. Very nice. It's not going to power it the entire time because wind can die at some point. Right, but it'll give a little extra. Yeah, and so I basically linked the photos just to show you how different these cell phone towers would actually look. Interesting. So I'm looking at them now. Yeah, that's a cell phone tower with a wind uh, windmill sort of. It's not the the, the classic windmill. It's but a it's wind still, turbine. It's yeah, it's a wind turbine sort of thing. Sweet. Now, if the tower actually produces more power than it uses, is it going to feed it back into the grid? I don't know. I didn't actually read that. They didn't explain that what happens in that if the uh, in the press release. Okay, that'd be but, pretty cool. Yeah, but still, even just supplementing some of the en- energy use through a wind turbine would be great. All right, so I'm going to have to take your word for it that uh, people have been asking about Schrodinger's cat. Well, they have. Because I see nothing about it in the forums. No one's told me anything on IRC. You're not on as... Well, granted, you're on more than I am now, but you weren't on as much as I was before. No. Yeah. But anyway, just watch the, watch the show. It's on Monday nights. What are you doing Monday at, like, 8? Homework. Really? Generally. Well, if you're not doing anything, Monday nights, 8 o'clock, CBS. All right. It's When's funny. Heroes on? Uh, Heroes is on at 9. Okay. Then, so should we should we go over Schrodinger's cat? No, no, no. No? No. Should we just redirect people to yes. Wikipedia? If you really want or okay. the season to, finale to of some it's a it's a thought experiment in quantum mechanics. Uh it was a, a criticism of quantum mechanics. Go to Wikipedia. Or S- just watch C-H- episode one seventeen of Big Bang. Okay. Just watch episodes of Big Bang anyway, because it's funny. That would be season one, episode seventeen? Yep. Season finale. Okay. 17 first season, now they're doing a full season this year. Stupid writer's strike. Yeah. 
Oh, did you also hear that the uh, Screen Actors Guild might be striking at the end of November? For what? Basically the same reason why the writers struck. Striked? Struck? Struck? Strict? No. Strike it? Struck it? I don't know. Writers strike? Writers (laughs) struck? Wouldn't work. Why? No, I'm I'm saying they they wouldn't work. Yes. I thought you said the strike wouldn't work. And then be like, "Um, the strike did work. No, I'm saying that it it's never mind. Right. I, I'm saying that during the strike they wouldn't work. Okay. Uh, the definition of, of the strike. Speaking of quantum mechanics. Hey, that's a good segue. You see, I'm good like that. What is this quantum, quantum? encryption? Yeah. So I I read this and I kind of understand it. It uses. Do you know the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, Andy? Yeah, when you uh, try and find an electron, or it's, is an electron flowing through space, you cannot know its location and its direction because knowing one will affect it and you won't be able to know the other. Right. Basically, right. Is that on the quantum level, you can't measure something without affecting it? Yeah. So. Some some guys decided to apply this to data transmission. Okay. So the so what happens is it's it's a stream, a data stream of basically quantum particles. This is how I understand this to work. If I'm sending you a stream of quantum particles, all right? Okay. You know what they should be, I know what they should be, and so we don't need to worry. You get them, you you decrypt them, and you're all set. If someone is listening, then they have to interrupt the stream at some point. And if they interrupt the stream and look at what I'm sending, it's then by, yeah. by the Heisenberg uncertainty principle, they have to change something. You would detect that change when the particles reached you because we know what they're both supposed to be. Or we both know, rather, what they're supposed to be. And so as soon as we know that they're not what they're supposed to be, we know something has happened and the stream has been tapped, which means we immediately shut down the contact and reroute it somewhere else. But here's a question for you. Yes. You know what you're going to be sending me. Yes. How am I supposed to know what I'm supposed to be receiving until it's actually until you because you we we've set up uh, an agreement beforehand saying my information will come to you with these traits if it doesn't have these traits it means someone else has been looking at the information i'm sending yes but you still have to send that to me at some right. point hey and no security is perfect yes but if you send me at some point what i'm i should be knowing of looking for to receive you're gonna have to send that before you send the encrypted information and then you just get into a loop you just get stuck well i need to send you stuff before you're able to receive stuff but then i need to send you stuff in order for you to receive that i andy i don't know how this works 100 percent. they say it works i i will most likely take their word on it since i have photons and waves of light is for me, I deal with light and waves, and this <laughs> part of the electromagnetic and spectrum, everything still, is waves. It's still breakable if they can capture enough data. Well, of course, but the point is, is that they, they're not supposed data. to be able. The point is, they're not supposed to be able to capture the data. That as soon as they start capturing the data, it changes the transmission in such a way that it's detectable, and so it cuts the transmission and reroute and reroutes it. 
God, we're living in a crazy world where things yeah. may or may not be happening. <laughs> the cat may or may not be dead. Oh, wait, we're not talking about that. Right. Things where we can't know everything because if we know it, then we change it and then it's just, well, that's not what we actually knew. And oh. Yep. Crazy, crazy world of quantum stuff. You know what I do I know, love though? quantum mechanics. What do you know? StarCraft Two is coming out. StarCraft Two was playable at PAX. Yep. I didn't play it because... Neither did I. People yelled at me for not playing it. Really? When I got back, people were like, why didn't you play it? Because there was so much other stuff to do. Yep. But anyway, um, PAX. Not, not PAX. Not Sorry. PAX. StarCraft Two. It's going to be a trilogy. Really? Yep. According to BlizzCon, because that was just happened um, basically this weekend, uh, each campaign will have on the order of 26 to 30 missions. Mm-hmm. The path players can take th- through the missions can vary. The storyline story branches frequently, but they'll all end in the same place. And the games are not going to be sequels of each other, like in the old... Um, Expansions. Yeah. They're not expansions, they're concurrent stories. Yeah, so it's not like with original StarCraft where you had Kerrigan get turned into a Zerg queen, and then the Zerg campaign was when she just... Starting there, yeah. yeah. Each campaign picked up where the last one left off. Yeah. This one, it's going to be, they're all going to be happy, it's going to be three sides of the same story. Huh. What I just want to know is three... You have to buy it three times? Yep. Have they released pricing information? Nope. Are they going to be a little cheaper? Maybe $40 a game instead of 60 But still, that would be, huh, what, 40 60 120 no, bucks. Yeah, 120 bucks versus 60 bucks. Yep. And if it's 60 bucks, 180 bucks. Well, but remember, these are 26 to 30 missions. Do you remember how many missions were in the original StarCraft? I think it was about 10 or 12 per... Um, yeah, I think it was actually 8 to 10. Oh. Per campaign. I knew it was right around that double digit, barely. Right. So, it was like 13, but three of those were cutscenes. Yeah. So, you're getting about the same number of missions. But it's still, Uh, they're going to be like... I also recall seeing that they're releasing them not at the same time. Yeah. That the, uh, the Terran one comes out first, and then later in the year they'll release the Zerg, and then after that they'll release the Protoss. So... But that's just going to be the campaigns. Yeah. I assume that if you buy the Terran one, you'll be able to play multiplayer as more than just the Terrans. The last line on here, multiplayer functionality will be in place for all three races from the start. Right. So... I know what it's like to play StarCraft multiplayer. (laughs) We both know what it's like. Oh, God, we'll get our asses kicked. Are you going to buy at least one of them, Andy? (sighs) I don't know. I'm... Are you going to pirate at least one of them, Andy? No. I don't pirate games. Okay. Well, just checking. What's really annoying, though, is I've got all the missed games except the first one. Yeah. And it's like, I know we have the first one on CD, but it's for Windows 95, and I can't get it to work on my computer. Ooh. Yeah. I think they've re-released it. Yeah, they have re-released it a couple of times. There was the 10th, uh, 10th, ever- 10th anniversary edition, and there was also the Masterpiece edition, which was actually, instead of the the static photos, it was actually a 3D environment where you could actually wander around. Nice. 
Um, who produced it? Mist and Cyan and um. Oh, who put out the last ones? The most recent ones. Let me let me put it this way: Who owns the IP for it? Uh, whoever put out Mist Five, because I think was Cyan, that Sierra? Uh, maybe. Because whoever owns it now, you could probably write the company and say, "Hey, I have the original disc. I want to play it again." Oh um, God, it's Broderbund and Midway. Yeah, it's Cyan Borderbond. Uh, bunch. Presto, published by Mist Three was published by Ubisoft. Yeah, you might want. I think Ubisoft may hold it now. Ubisoft did four, and then I think Mist Five was done by. Oh yeah, Ubisoft's got the publishing rights now. Okay, write Ubisoft and say, "Look, I want to play this. I can't. Is there any anything you can help?" <laughs> Dear Ubisoft, I'd like to play a game that's over ten years old. Yep. It was a fun game, though. It's some kind of, like, I want to see about all five of them, because I don't remember basically all the secrets anymore. So if I'm playing yeah. all these games, I'm going to play them with a French fresh perspective. French perspective? French perspective? I will get in my Citroën and drive to these games. Uh-huh. Right. Anyway, sorry. At least it's better than my uh, Italian accent. <laughs> Your, like, Eastern European Italian accent? Yes, that one. That wonderful, wonderful... Yeah. Um, Speaking of Italian accents, what did you think of There Will Be Brawl? It's... I don't know. I kept on, like, thinking it was almost like The Shield, if that makes any sense. But you probably haven't seen it. Haven't seen The Shield. Yeah. I kept on wanting it to be that gritty crime drama sort of thing. Okay. But... It's. I can't take Mario seriously. <laughs> I don't think you were supposed to take Mario seriously. I know. But okay. But it's like the 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 look made me want to take it seriously. But Mario, I just keep hearing in my head, "It's a me, Mario," and then Sunshine Mario, and it's like I can't take Mario seriously. You can't like. Think you you of, can't see a dark Mario. No, you can't. Like, you think of Dark Mario, you think Wario, and Wario you can't take seriously anymore either. He's all about shaking and farting and picking his nose and stuff. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Whole thing is ridiculous. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm sorry, I did have to link a YouTube video for this time. Okay. The, going on to our other topics, I had to link is this. Is this the digital conversion public service announcement? Yes. Which I, I haven't had time to, to read it or look at it, I guess. Um. It basically points out what I think is going to happen. A bunch of grandmas are going to have no idea what they're doing. It's like, oh, hey, go online for tips. Uh, how, how many W's is that in the... Mm. So it's February 17th. It's it's coming up. Yep. And If we have any grandmothers listening to the podcast, <laughs> might want to... Any get grandmothers on that. who are listening to the podcast most likely are technologically advanced enough to not... To um, not worry about it. Yeah. But I'm just literally afraid of the average American for that day because once the changeover happens, they're not going to have any way of basically contacting. They're not going to know who to contact. Right. Because when they turn on their TVs, they're just going to get snow and nothing else. Yep. Or not even snow anymore. Some of the newer TVs. will just be blank. Yeah. And even think of um, 
all the people who are buying new TVs because that's what people are telling them to do and then getting rid of their old TVs. Well, even people yep. who know what are going on. Like I would love to get a, an LCD TV instead of a tube because I know it's going to work better with all the HD content or not yep. the HD, the digital content. Well, and HD content, but... Yeah, but actual HD content is... Right. Digital content is so not HD. The the switch in February... Yes. ...is from analog to digital. Yes. Has nothing to do with HD. No. Part Although the HD broadcasts on the wireless are out there. Yes. And you can purchase an HD antenna and get over-the-air HD. Yes right? and no. If it's provided in your area. What you're getting is a digital television signal. That happens to be in HD? It may or may not be in HD. It depends okay. on what the people are broadcasting. It's the digital television, HDTV is digital. Digital is not HD. Okay. So, uh, square is a rectangle. Rectangle is not necessarily a square. Yes. Okay. So... It depends on what the your television station is putting out. If they're putting out 540i, which is what, regular television? I think 540i or is it 480? Anyway, if they put out a low signal on a high signal quality, you're going to get upsampling. It's going to look like crap. And everybody's going to be like, why does my TV look like crap? I need a better TV sort of thing. It's going to be... Hmm. If anything ever gets the term clusterfuck... It's going to be this. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just... It just hits a nerve with me every single time. Right. All right, one... The last one before we get to the random topic. Um, somebody is coming out with that... Remember the brain-controlled stuff that we kept on talking about that people were yeah. developing? Yeah. Um, supposedly, Square Enix is going to be coming out with uh, an RPG... That's going to have a brainwave-controlled concept in it. Huh. So oh, that will be interesting. Yeah. So your um, the headset is going to register your rea- basically your ability to relax or to concentrate, mm-hmm. and what your brain is doing is going to allow you to perform different actions in the game. Sweet. So you're gonna there probably is gonna be a point where it's gonna be a boss fight and you're supposed to, I'm guessing, just be completely relaxed. Relax. Not think about anything. Yeah. And that remain I, calm. That would just make every single boss fight so much harder. If you literally oh, Yeah, because they're all I mean, especially if they pump in like really hard music and Yeah. If you literally have to like try and convince yourself to take a step back from it, it's just gonna be Oh man. So, yeah, they supposedly had some tech demos of this over at uh, TGS. So, hmm. I I'm still haven't found any um, the videos of it yet, but it should be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious as to how they'll work it into the game. I have no idea, but it's, it's going we'll to be interesting. We'll have to find out. Oh, yeah. The headsets don't even look that bad. They're ideas what the headsets are going to look like according to NeuroSky, the company that's doing all this brain stuff. So, it should be... It's going to be interesting, especially to have brain-controlled stuff. (laughs) Adding that on top... Adding brain stuff to the Wii? I don't know. We'll see. 
Interesting. interesting. We've got enough little gimmicks and stuff as is. Yeah, but adding brain control, brain controlled stuff to it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Random topic time. Since we're nearing our end random here. Random topic. What's oh. our random topic, Andy? Uh, four. Four. Four is what's wrong with the PSP. <laughs> I think Bry posted this one. After I think both of us were ripping on the PSP. What's wrong with the PSP? What's wrong with the PSP? UMD. UMD is a pretty good thing that's wrong with the PSP. Yes. They've done a lot of pretty cool stuff with it since it was released. But when, when it, it came out... When it came out, it was just like... It was oh, pretty bad. That's... Ew. Oh. Hurt. Hurt right there. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, the... the Remember However, the, like some of the some of the viral stuff they tried to do, the guerrilla marketing, the all I want for what Xmas is a PSP. Yeah, with the guy the guy in his garage rapping about it, that turned out to be a professional marketing company. Wasn't too happy with that. Yeah, I mean, technically, that's not something that's wrong with the PSP itself, but it's something that I, I associate with the console. See, I've never actually had one, so I don't really know. But I remember uh, CNET was talking about basically the lack of a screen guard and a guard for the UMD cartridges. So Andy's reading Wikipedia. Damn it. You call me out. I call you out. Why? Are you reading Wikipedia right now? I have well? Wikipedia open, and I'm looking right where you are. <laughs> but I wasn't using Wikipedia. I was At least op- not verbatim. I was opening up the... I was opening up CNET at the time. It was just taking time to load. You were reading verbatim. I was waiting for the CNET review to load. Uh-huh. I was... I do remember when it came out, people found out you could launch the UMDs if you, like, twisted the unit at the at just the right angle. As you ejected the UMD, it would launch the disc. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, didn't the PSP also need memory cards? Yeah, uh, most of them are included now. Oh. And it's the Sony uh, memory sticks. Oh, you would have to have the Sony memory sticks and the Sony UMD. Granted, I do kind of like the new, uh, new, what was it, the Slim, the smaller one, or the new one? What was the newer one that just got released? The The PSP Slim? Yeah. You mean the PSP 3000 is the new one? Or the, what was it called, like the PSP Lite or something? No. Yeah, that was the, the second gen PSP, and now okay. they're in the third, which is the 3000. Okay. So they're definitely improving. It's definitely getting better. Yeah. I remember that they had problems with the, the shoulder buttons. Yeah. I think somebody said that some of the thumbsticks were in odd places. And the the really cool thing about the PSP is the, the homebrew. Oh, I'm guessing there's probably tons of homebrew going on. People can install Linux on their PSP. People are installing Linux on their PS3. Yep. People... I don't, know if, I don't think I've seen anyone install Linux on a DS yet. Can you? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm sure you can. There's a processor. Therefore, <laughs> there's a processor and a hard drive. Therefore, I assume you can have some form of Linux on it. Hey, Dave. Yo. DSLinux.org. Are you serious? DS Linux is the project that aims to port Linux to the Nintendo DS gaming console. Have they successfully done it yet? I don't know. I'm trying to check out the wiki. Download. To use one of the builds, you must extract. Yeah, looks like they've done it. 
Okay. I told you it was possible. I take back my last um, topic. <laughs> they honestly, it looks like you can put Linux on everything. Yeah, you, really, if it's got a processor and some form of storage space, you can put Linux on it. Even though if it doesn't have what should is it what about a screen? You don't need you don't need a screen for anything, Andy. Your toaster can run Java. <laughs> well, yeah, but then it puts a visual output on the toast. No, no, Andy. I'm saying that an what? output device is not required for a computer. Okay. Java was designed originally for appliances. For like kitchen appliances and and for washing machines and stuff like that. But I thought a computer is something that has an input, a processor, and an output. No, a computer is just the processor. Everything else is superfluous. Now, a processor without any input might have a little trouble with, uh, unless you count like files as an input where it can just read a file and do something. Input-output is one of the key... I-O. I-slash-O. Is not required for a computer. Well, that's... It, a, a PC is kind of useless without it. Okay. But no, input-output is not required for a computer. Okay, you're going on computer as a CPU. I'm saying a computer as a box needs input and output. Otherwise, what's the what's the CPU going to do? Sit there and just go wait and wait, compute. Wait, 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 wait. No, it'll wait. Andy, I have you. You have a computer in your car. Yes. Right. Yes. The it helps. It's uh, has got. It's got an output. The O uh, OBD. Yes, but does it really need that? That's for diagnostic purposes, right? It's still how the computer outputs the information. But it's for diagnostic purposes, right? It's for a lot more than diagnostic purposes. Okay, what else is it for? You, it keeps, uh, it keeps, you can read all the real-time information out of the thing. Okay, but that's diagnostics. You could call it that, sure. Let me ask you this. All right. If you never were to get the output from that computer... Yes. Is it still a computer? Most likely. Does it still perform actions? It takes over the mechanical actions. It, it coordinates your car. Yeah. Right? And even if it didn't have that output, which would be an inconvenience, because diagnostics would be a whole hell of a lot harder, but without that output, it would still run the car and would still be a computer. Let me put it this way. If you went outside to your car... Yes. ...and disconnected the output cable from the computer... It would still run. It's still a computer, it still runs, and it still runs your car. <sighs> but now I'm going to go by what you're saying. The computer would take the information it gets from the sensors computes that information, and then outputs it to the things like the fuel injector. Okay. But you were talking, your version of output has now changed. <laughs> to your version of output. Shush. Yes. You were saying a screen, something that was visible to a human. Yes. Stop. It doesn't need that. Stop changing my words around. I'm not changing your words. Yes, you you're are. changing your words. No. No, you're changing it up. Oh, look, we're out of time.